Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like that? Here we go. Um, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. We're here in each and every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Yes, there's a lot, a lot going on, a lot of things to talk about. We're in the midst of our summer pledge drive, and we need your pledges to come in. We need them. We got a lot of perks, a lot of things they have when you uh, pay your pledge. Yes, so we need those pledges coming in in the midst of the summer pledge drive. This is a good time to pledge. 972-647-1893 is that way to get in and get your pledge in. And also, that's the number to, to speak on there. You do both of them with at 972-647-1893. And then you can make your pledge. Both can be done with that number. So much going on. Uh, Tatiana Jefferson, I'm not going to let it die. No. Uh, this is an uh, insurrection. This, this, this is just horrible. Can't get this trial. What about it? What about it? What about it? What are we going to do in Fort Worth? You, do, you got the Department of Justice you can file with to get this done? People, wake up. It's, she may not be uh, directly related to you, but at the same time, that could be any of us. Any of us, any of us, any of us. We could uh, get something can happen. Why do we have to wait till somebody close, a close family member, someone of kindred? But we all ought to see ourselves as one people, one family. We need to see that people, see ourselves as one family. Yes, get on it, get on it, footwork, get on it. Come on, for leadership and footwork. I know y'all can do a whole lot better than this. And then when we look at uh, what's happening now, Seems like uh, Beto O'Rourke is uh, has caught up with your governor. It was one point difference in that race, and with the uh, error possibility of error there, we could definitely, we could definitely, we could definitely be ahead. He can, the opponent could be ahead. So, black people, let's make sure we go to the polls on this this clown, this governor we got. Everybody, all people ought to go and vote this governor out of office. Talking about Hot Wheels. He needs to go. Also, um, well, we have all the Donalds. Uh, you know, the former president, the man they said won the general election. This man has never won a, a general election. At no time. When he ran for president, every time he was beaten. 
And they came up with, you know, uh, the Electoral College, just some way to sneak him in. He's never won an election, a German election. Hillary Clinton beat him by, what, 8 million votes? I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I can't figure out for the sake of me, why would some people vote for this guy because they're voting against their own self-interest? Voting usually is for people who want to put someone in that's going to represent them and, you know, meet their needs. But you got a lot of people voting for Trump. That really is ridiculous. They, 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 they don't have any reason in the world to be voting for Trump unless they just voting for him, thinking he'll help whole black folk now. That's the only reason I can figure they'd be voting for Trump. That's what put him in the office. And these are the people really going to destroy America. These people. These voters who would dare put this clown in there. These voters. And uh, if you're driving, honk if you think he's guilty. When you're going down the street, honk and th- if you think Trump is guilty, honk your horn. Want to hear that. And see, when we see how people vote against their own self interest, just to hurt somebody else. Wow. How stupid can you be? It's just downright stupidity. Really, that's what put Trump in there. That's what put him in there. Certain working class people voted in certain states, pivotal states, they gave him enough electoral votes in 2016 to put him in office. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The man is is sick, insane. Got things. He have things that he shouldn't have. That's germane to the White House. That able should not to leave Washington, not to leave the White House, that he took him down to Florida. Well, and some of this stuff was nuclear concerns and everything. We don't know what this fellow was up to. I don't know. He might have been trying to blackmail America at some point in time if he, if he loses this other election. <clears throat> Biden's numbers aren't good. But one thing about that, every time they take, put Biden and Trump, just Biden and Trump, Biden wins. I mean, I could beat anybody else, but according to the polls, he could beat Trump in all of them. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. What's going on? And I was reading something here the other day. It said, black men don't marry. Uh, is that true? I don't believe that. I know a lot of black men in America. Boy, as you get to a certain nation, most all of them are. But is that true? 
that black men don't marry. Is that true? I want y'all to think about that. If we don't, why? Why don't we marry? I'm not going to assume that's true. I'm just putting it out there. I don't go tell folk I said we don't. Because I don't, I really, I really don't believe that. They had a group of women on, black women on. And that's what all, all of them were saying. Black men don't marry. Is that correct? What do you think about that? 972-647-1893. That's the number to call. Inform this audience about that. Inform it. Brothers, you're listening. Those of you, call and defend yourselves. Defend yourselves. That means if you don't marry, that means not family makers. You're not building the basic foundation of finance of finance through families. It usually comes a whole lot easier through family than somebody just lingering by themselves. All righty, nine seven two. And we are in the midst of the summer flash drive. Give it to us. In the midst of the summer flash drive. Yes. And I want you to honk your horn. You're driving. If you think uh, the Donald is guilty. You think he's going to jail? I don't know. I'll be honest, I doubt it. I doubt it. Why? It's never happened before in American history. Now, you can't bank anything on that because I never dreamed in my lifetime that I would see a black president. I would bet in my life against that. Go back a few years. But... Uh, putting the president in, in, in prison after he served. Well, after he'd been in office, I don't know about how much service he did. But uh, I, I, it's hard for me to believe a situation like that. 972-647-1893. And I'm thanking you who are calling your pledges in. I thank you. I really appreciate that. Really appreciate it. That's highly appreciated. Calling your pledges in. I'll be reading your names off today and then you know how much how much how much I appreciate it. Thank you for others calling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got callers on the line. We got callers on the line. Yes. 972-647. Got three callers on the line. Oh, callers on the line. Yes. Got four. One gone. Yes, 972-647-1893. Yes, I like this. I like this. 
like this. Yes. Uh, anybody want to go on the air? They just pledging? Okay. Yeah, someone is uh, pledging uh, right now. We had uh, three uh, pledges. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, they pledging? And they don't want to talk? That's, that's fine. The option is yours. That's the option is yours. Sure option. Yeah, talk about it, talk to Andrew Jefferson, uh, Texas governor's race. Talking about this young lady that did. They are going to trial with this. That, Breonna Taylor. What's so significant about that? They had a brother up there trying to cover that thing up. A black man tried to cover this thing up. Wow. How, can, how ridiculous can we be? God have mercy. And is Trump guilty? I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. I, I, I don't, I don't wonder if he's guilty. I know he's guilty, but will he get caught? How will he get caught? How will he get caught? Have they got enough information when they raided his Mar-a-Lago home? Will he, will he, we, will he go to jail? Want to know. Want to know what you think about it. Will he go to jail? Why not? Why not? No other president in history has. That's why I believe. But then there's a first time for all things. First time for all things. All things. And the first time. Y'all are calling and making pledges. Thank you. I certainly appreciate that. And if you want to speak, you want to talk, just help yourself. Tell them you want to talk on air. Yes. And no problem with that. 972-647-1893. That's the number to call. That's the number to call. 972-647-1893. Now, they want to talk on the air. Let them feel free. Yes. Yeah, let them feel free. 972-647-1893. All right, who do we have here? Yeah, we have someone on the line three, and it's uh, Billy. Who? Billy. Billy? Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Billy. Good morning, Pastor Barnett. Fine. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, that's right. How about yourself? Fine. Mm-hmm. Good, 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 good. Yeah, you were speaking about uh, that, that, that criminal Trump. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. I, I would love for him to go to, I mean, I wouldn't love for it, but he, he did it to himself, you know, go to jail and whatnot, I'm sure, you know, pay his, but I, I, I just, I'm so pessimistic about that because America's racism knows no bounds. No bounds. No, it, it, it doesn't. It, it seems it that people would destroy themselves. But trying to get somebody else. Yes. Yes. Keep that racism alive. Look, look at all those uh, GOP uh, uh, senators and congressmen and all that backing he has and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, they, they should be ashamed. They're, they're not doing their job. They're not doing their duty. Mm-hmm. You know, they're supposed to uphold the Constitution, not 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 tear it down. But they, they've done that ever since ever since uh, Trump started his run for the office. You know, and uh, but you're right about Biden. Biden. If he runs again, Biden. If he's able to run again. 
Biden will run against him and beat him again. But, you know, not necessarily, you know, it could be somebody else that runs, but, you know, I, I just I just have my, I'm, I have my doubts that anything will happen to this man, anything. Do you uh, think he'll get that nomination? Uh, well, Pastor Barnett, mm-hmm. if he doesn't go to jail, yes, he will. Yes, he will again. Because like I said, America knows no bounds. Their racism knows no bounds. They'll put him in there. They'll put a crook or a criminal, a killer, whatnot. You know, there's no telling how much blood he has, on, and they all have in their hands. You know, after the pandemic and all, all he's done on the border and whatnot. You know, he blood's all over his hands. You know, well, you know, up to his, up to up to his elbows. What about January sixth? Everybody know he was behind it. He. He, he was a spark to set off that fire for them to go up there to the Capitol building. Exactly, Pastor Barnett. But you've got no people with backbone. You, they have sold their souls, Pastor Barnett, for money they, and power. They, they sold it. They sold themselves. And it's just, <laughs> it's a shame, you know? It's a shame. You know, that, that's, that's why, that's why uh, uh, people of color in this country, especially black people, suffer so much to this day because of, of the racism There's no no bounds in this country. But see, the thing about it, uh, a lot of white people don't realize that uh, they're trying to hold us down. But in order to hold us down, they got to be down with us. <laughs> and yeah. they, they would rather they'd, they'd rather be down with us than we both be up. That's yeah, they'd, they'd, rather, they'd rather trade the mud with us. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, 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 then give us a chance to, uh, you know, we don't want to, we've never wanted to be like them. Never wanted to be like them. We, we just wanted the same opportunity, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all we've ever wanted. The same opportunity that you have. We don't want to be like you. Yeah. you know, I want to live around you. I don't want to deal with you or nothing like that. Just well, they got this replacement thing going on in uh, right. racist white America. About, uh, oh, yeah. They're going to replace us. They're going to replace. It's enough in America. For everybody in America. Now, and that's uh, that's in America. Guess who built it? Guess who developed the opportunities that we have? Black people. America was built on the backs of black people and the minds. We we right now what what advantage we have right now is because of what they built Mm -hmm. right now. That's right. And and what they built right now. I realize that. But, you know, people around me realize that. You know, my family realizes that. You know, I'm, I'm not that's like, I'm wonderful. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I know where I come from. I yes. know God's people. I yeah. know where I come from. Yes. You know? I'm and glad I, you that, know. That, that, I, thank God. Thank uh, God. I'm, I'm up against a short break now. But I thank you. In 972-647-1893, you can reach me at that number. I'll be right back. All right, we're back, and we're ready to take your call. Uh, who, who do we have? Uh, we have uh, Lydia on uh, line one. Who? Lydia. Lydia? Lydia? All right, good morning. You don't care no man. Good morning, Reverend Burnett. How are you today? Fine. How are you doing? I am blessed, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm calling to ask if I may make an announcement regarding our Mayor Pro Tem, Ms. Carolyn King Arnold. Okay, go right ahead. 
All right. Well, the women's ministry of the Telstar Baptist Church will be giving, uh, will be celebrating our annual day this come Sunday, the August the twenty first at mm-hmm. eleven o'clock, and it is going to be our honor and privilege to recognize and award Miss Arnold a plaque for her dedicated service to our community and city. And so we were just calling to invite all of her constituents to please come out and show your support and appreciation for this hard-working lady. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Yes. Again, give and that I'm, number again. Okay. Our church address is 2515 South Denley Drive. That's in Dallas, 75216. And the telephone number is 214-376-2526. And again, the church is the Telstar Baptist Church. Who's the pastor there? Reverend Mark Proctor. Oh, Givens is not there anymore. No, no, no. Reverend Givens passed away some years ago. Oh, he did? Yes. Uh Uh-huh, yes. I knew him well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, and also, Reverend Burnett, I just wanted to share with your audience, I'm reading a book entitled Jesus and John Wayne, and its uh, subtitle is How White Evangelicals Have Corrupted a Faith and Fractured a Nation. Mm-hmm. And if you will just see, we can see why our our nation is in the shape that it is in. It's when white mm-hmm. evangelicals so-called Christians mm-hmm. can follow a man and they, their whole concept is they want a John Wayne type person to lead them. They don't yeah. want a Jesus type person. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're, we're in the shape we're in when, when so-called Christian people can mm-hmm. have this kind of mindset. Where in the world can our world go but down and out? I did a show, but it's been some years ago. It might have been 20 years, 25 years ago, asking the audience, who do you think was the most important, John Wayne or Martin Luther King? Hmm. Guess who all the white callers said? John well, Wayne. John Wayne. John <laughs> was Wayne. more important than Martin Luther King. Absolutely. This is America. Good God Almighty. Uh, He's more important to, than Jesus, according to this author of this book. Oh, they, I'm sure. They would prefer him to Jesus. What's the name of the book again? It's called Jesus and John Wayne. The author is Christian Cobes de Muse. Okay. All, All right. right. Jesus and John Wayne. Jesus I've never read John that one. Never heard of it. Oh, Reverend Burnett, it's just frightening. <laughs> <laughs> Please share it with your audience. That they, they need to just read it so they will know where these people are really coming from. They are frightening. I'm telling you, these are evangelical Christians. Yes. Oh, God, uh, help us. Well, that's, that, they have perpetuated racism. The white church has yes. is was what it was the main a uh, vehicle that was driving the racist thinking in America. Amen. It was Amen. the white church, and yes, still do because still most do. of those people you see on January six that was up uh-huh. there in Washington. Uh huh. They were talking about they were Christians. Yes, sir. This is God utterly ridiculous. 
See, to well, you Christian, have a very blessed Christians day. that age. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. And we look forward to the constituents coming out and celebrating with us. All right, sure thing. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. That clears the line. 972-647-1893. I'm wondering about this. What really, what is the idea behind racism? What is the foundation behind racism? The white church, Europeans, declared that God favored white as being pure, as being close to holy, if you're white. But when they got a hold to the Bible and really began to study it, they found out that was a lie. So ever since that time, they've demonized black people, which is not true. God never cursed black people. He never did. He never did. If you know, want to know what color was cursed, I keep telling y'all. Second Kings five twenty seven. Just read Second Kings five. Second Kings five twenty seven teaches you a whole lot. Numbers twelve, Numbers thirteen. These things, but black people don't go after other people trying to condemn them and control them and want to hold them to say as as servants. This man gonna serve that other. Oh, this ridiculous mess. The Bible was not teaching that. That's just a gross misinterpretation of really what the Bible was teaching. It's really ridiculous. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad that we do so little to, you know, reason why they get away with it. They gave it us. Gave it to us. And instead of us really zeroing in on the spirit and on the word, in most cases, we zero in on emotions. And we do not hear, do not observe what's going on. We don't. We don't. Others take the Bible and rule us. And they're just as wrong as they, they could ever be. If you ever notice, you don't have people calling in disagreeing with you. You don't have white people calling in. They know I'm not lying. But if we want to move forward and be the people that God called us out to be and appointed us to be, we would definitely, we would definitely move forward. If we got more into the word of God, people say, I know the word. No, you don't. You think you do. You have to go back and study the historicity of everything that you read. What was behind it? Why was this said? Why did this happen? 972-647-1893. You mean Christians out there? Do I have any? I used to have a Christian audience, as it disappeared. 
Are there any Christians out there? Call me. Call me. I want to talk with Christians this morning and hear what y'all got to say. Defend yourselves. Defend yourselves. I said it has been the main institution that has driven slavery in America. That's a terrible indictment. Defend you. Defend yourselves. I'm calling on you. All Christians. I'm calling on you. Defend yourself. Well, I know we got Christians listening. Those who call themselves Christians. You're listening. Call and defend yourselves. Call in. Call in. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Because if we can't get it ever straightened out in the church, you'll never be straightened in America. If the church don't start to show some real real opportunities, real challenges, real love, true love. If it doesn't come from that, it's not going to come from anywhere. Come on, Christians. Give me a call. Give me a call. 972-647-1893. I haven't seen my lines this did probably in over 30 years I've never seen my lines this dead and I'm wondering why 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 is I know it's pledge drive that, that slow them down but see my lines did in fact, they've never been dead like this on my show. Since I started, I started red hot. And I haven't seen them. I'm calling, just calling a pledge. If you're a Christian, you can, you, can, you can get these. You can talk. Oh, some of y'all waking up now. Waking up. All righty. Okay. All right, who do we have here? All right, we have uh, John on the uh, line one. Uh. All right. All right, good morning, John. Good morning, how you doing? Fine, how are you? Doing fine. Mm-hmm. I'd like to speak on what you're talking about, a Christian. Uh, back in the day, I don't ever hear nobody talking about the cavemen and what color they were and what part they played in life. They was, I guess, the white women that was drug around by their hair in the in the caveman days, and uh, they still existed. They said somewhere back in the mountain that they still there. So, in the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah. Well. Nobody never seen. Nobody never seen to talk about them how they did. They white women back in the day and cars and you can swing in the trees with the ancient stuff. 
Well, these these are mythical figures that they have given us. Now, the caveman, the Cro-Magnon man, uh, was there. They lived in the mountains. They were European men. But to see the oldest men on earth lived in Africa. The Bible and science says that. Both science as well as the Bible. Said we are... Our ancestors are the oldest people on the face of the earth. We're the fathers of civilizations. We're the only people that two black people can get together and create a white person. We can do it. Other other ethnic groups can't do it. Can't nobody else do it with us. They forgot back in the day when uh, Israel was, was there and the first people went to Israel was a black. And then when they, they got there, then here come the, the Jews. The wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Please don't give us any history because we have to get schooled in something. First of all, the Jews are people who you would think were called that. Those people were black. Those yeah. people, those people, those people. They, it came from that word came from one of the sons uh, by the name of Judah. He was a he was a black son. Okay. Yeah, and in in all these things, this this hypocrisy and lies have been put forth. They're not true. They're not true. Even people don't realize. Do you realize we are the children of Israel? Right. Yes. We're the children of Israel. And uh, anything else is said, those are lies. Now, you, they can accept Jew, Judaism uh, by faith. Yes, they can accept by faith and be there, but not by birth. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to remind the people of uh, the Neanderthals and the, the cavemen that nobody ever speaks of that was white that could It was kind of, uh, hanging around in the jungle with the animals. And no, they were not in the jungles. They was in cold Europe. Yeah. In a totally cold, mountainous climate. Okay. And uh, in Africa, guess what? There are no jungles. Right. No, but see, we get that from Tarzan of the Apes and Jungle Jim and all these lies they put out on us. They film that in South and Central America. They never went to Africa to film that. That's a bunch all of right. mess. Yes. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. I tell you what, we are up against a short break. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with you All right, we're back, we're back. All right. I tell you something, we can be heard all over the Metroplex. But guess what? Ken O'Han can be heard all over the world. We're on satellite. All you got to do is ask for Keno N, Radio, Dallas, Texas, 
and I don't care where you are. You can be here. Okay, they'll just connect you up and you hear it just as good as if you were sitting here in the studio. Yes. We are heard nationwide. Come on, truck drivers, truck drivers, truck drivers. You are, you do a good job of carrying Kano in all over the all over the United States. You do a good job. You do a good job. That's why we're known. And all the contiguous 48 states, we're well known. We're well known. K-N-O-N out of Dallas already. Who do we have, Pierre? We have uh, Larry on uh, line three. Larry? Yes. All right. Good morning, Larry. Hey, Larry. Hello. How are you doing? My kids are so smart, I can't keep up with them. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Hey, yeah. all these kids are so smart. He said there's a generation going to come and turn a dead on everything we got to say. They can do what? He said, he said there was a generation coming going to turn a dead on everything we got to say. Where does it say that? He said that's the generation that speak my faith. Everything we say, they're going to turn a deaf ear? On everything we got to say, and that's the generation that speak my faith, not not the daddy faith, not the mama faith. They speak my faith. He said the host of the world will be led back then by these children. Mm-hmm. Can your children not thank you? Huh? Can your children not thank you? Oh, yeah, man, 10 to 1. I hand them the phone and they... How did they get ahead of you like that? Hey, they are leaders. Like we was our parents' leaders. No, I couldn't lead, man. No, 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 no. They could, they could, they could... You let them write to college. Huh? You let them write to college. You let them write to college. No, I'm not the first generation college graduate in my family. I'm not. Well, I no. that, but I'm just but still, that, uh, still, the the I living that they had done, the the things that, but still, you had an education every day you had lived before them children ever showed up. You were getting an education in life. And experience, yeah. Yes, experience makes is a great educator. Yeah. Now, why, why, uh, how can they out? Thank you, and you've been here so much longer. Well, uh, how did Jesus not thank the people and they had been here so much longer? Because Jesus was God. Well, they're like God. No, but they're not God. Well, I know that. But, but Jesus is God. How, how are you going to thank God? Well, you can't thank God. Well, you then, that's why well, you asked me about these people... Uh, uh, Jesus, I'm thinking people quite naturally came here. He had to come here to do this. Listen to that guy you just got to be talking to, and he failed Tarzan. He said Tarzan. He failed Tarzan. He failed Tarzan. Yeah. You know, you told him. You know, they didn't make Tarzan and all that stuff that he was talking about. You know, so that was what you call a person that failed Tarzan. Well, uh, 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 u
I'm not going to condemn our kids because they are our present and they are our future. I'm not going to condemn them because the reason why they don't know something, we don't teach them. If we teach our kids, they wouldn't act in some of the ways they do act up. All children act up, all of them. Yeah, but I got kids in my family. They're so smart. They make four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Well, that's good. That's wonderful. We, 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 we have them. They're making more money now than ever yeah. before. That's wonderful, and everything. Right. But still, you have to jump on them because you have wisdom and experience yeah. things that that they've never experienced, and your children ought to be able to admire your wisdom. Well, what I'm saying is, what did they come up with this thing and come out every time you go talk to them and say, what are you talking about, old school? Well, hey, your parents didn't like a lot of things we said. They thought we were crazy. They thought we were fools and some old people, yeah. But we wasn't, and they soon found out we weren't. They soon found out we weren't crazy. Yeah. So that that's a generational thing. That's not that's and it's not a curse. That's just a generational thing that they're gonna come up with something new. Look here, Donald Trump mm-hmm. he fixed to throw the whole barrel of snake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Thank you for your call. Thank you. All right, I got it wrong. All right, who do we have? Uh, Pierre. We have uh, Mr. T on uh, line one now. All righty. Uh, good morning, Mr. T. Uh, good morning, sir. How you doing? Fine. How are you doing? Good. I just want to uh, respond uh, to that last couple. Uh, first of all, uh, my kids, they're going to outsmart me. They keep asking me for money, so I know that ain't true. <laughs> well, no. Look here. Uh... 25, 30, 40 years from now, they might still be asking you for some money. Right. Yeah. You got to be on top of that, right? You keep asking me for something. I must know something you don't if you keep asking for it. Well, uh, well, well, they still, you're not doing all that you so The Bible teaches you you should be doing by just having your kids. The Bible teaches us we ought to lay up an inheritance for our children's children. Hello? That's right. Our grandchildren. And now my grandchildren ask me for money. Uh, those in college, whenever that phone rings and I look and see that number on there, I, I know something. I got to send them some money. It's just, these, these are grandchildren. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm also, uh, I'm also on, uh, on a YouTube channel called Nine World Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a platform where I teach education from, so anybody interested in that on YouTube, mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. Uh, but the whole goal is to be able to educate people and empower them. So um, older people that, you know, uh, especially you mentioned about generational things, the wisdom to be passed down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is one of the ways to do it. So I just want to say uh, I appreciate the show, appreciate all you do, and uh, thank you for it. I thank you. Thank you for your call. I clear the line, 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? 
Uh, we have a team uh, on uh, line two. Who? Tim. Tim? Yes. All right, okay. All right, bring him on. Good morning, Tim. Uh, how you doing, brother? Morning. Fine. How you doing, uh, sir? Christi- uh, I'm doing good. You're talking about Christianity. You know, I think uh, our people need to let uh, the Jews and these Catholic, Catholic Church know that they owe us an apology because these are the people that really started slavery, you know, that, that promoted it. You are, you are 100% right. You are right. These are the people who was a Catholic bishop that ordained uh, slavery in the Western Hemisphere. Right. Yes, you right. are. You Jews, are so right. Jews, mm-hmm. Jews promoted it with their slave ships and everything also, you know. So I, I think black people, we, as a people, we need to tell these people, y'all owe us an apology. They owe us more. Apologies you know, are right, but they owe us a whole lot more than that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, but I'm just, I'm saying that I'm just saying that they, they need to first start with that. Mm-hmm. And that we're sorry for what we did. You know, and that every black person in America and throughout the, 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 the islands, South America, Central America, Mexico, mm-hmm. they need to let us know that hey that they're sorry for what they did to us. And we still got black preachers that think these Jews, these European Jews, are the real Jews. That's a bad <laughs> indictment for America. Well, but that's yeah, bad, man. But, but see, you got preachers that's preaching this nonsense. Yeah, when you look at the um, uh, average person, they don't realize that it took a man of color, of darker color, in order to make okay. America the great country it is today. We worked in the fields. We worked right. even in the home. We laid out cities and built cities. I mean, we, we had architects, engineers, engineers coming from Africa. They don't tell you that yeah. part. They just tell you about what we no, did with our backs. But we had all kind of people that put together crops and like sorghum and, you know, tobacco. And it's one of the reasons why Jim Crow was so strong after slavery was because whites could not come and form because they could not stand the sun like blacks could. And blacks Mm -hmm. had been doing this for a couple of centuries and they were not skilled in it like the black farmer. And they so they had to start, well, they couldn't start slavery again, so they started Jim Crow. You see, there were a lot of white people that admired black people said we were loyal. They were like, we were like, but there was uh, other groups who shouted them down and said, no, we better get control of them or else they're going to take this country. Exactly. Go back and you have to go back and really study, deeply study history and you'll find out right. there are a lot of things that were going one direction but they were turned and went another direction because of fear and ignorance. Right. And that's, and you saying what's right because you know these uh, the Europeans you know it's millions they kill millions and millions of our people. Oh no, people yes. are still acting like acting like it's no big deal, man. This is this is this is uh, until I found out the truth, right? Yeah. I'm cool with white people. I'm still cool with white people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I expect them to realize what they've done. And don't, don't well, Nia, yeah, like when when when, when people hate. You're doing the most damage to yourself by hating. Right. Now nah, don't hate anybody. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate white people at all. 
you know, I grew up, you know, from, from the first part of my life was spent with black people, right, until we moved into an integrated neighborhood when I was like 12 years old. So I spent a lot of time with white people. So I realized there are some good white people. I talked to a guy from Highland Park, right? His family had a black nativity scene. So you have white people that really know the truth. Well, every, not, you know, it, every European ruler right now Watch them going through. They don't like to talk about it on Western television. Every, every one of those leaders, prime ministers and all, they have, they go and worship the Black Madonna during Christmas Day. Right. They do. They know. They know that the the baby and the mother both were black because they were direct descendants of Ham. They were direct descendants. Ham was not cursed. See, they no, stopped that lie that, that that white preachers told for years. Yes, mm-hmm. but uh, and Canaan was cursed and cursed. You know, it, it's he like, wasn't even he born at the time that 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 Noah did this. Canaan was not even born. He cursed the youngest son of Ham, and he couldn't curse anybody because he was drunk when he did this. He had right. got okay. out and planted the garden and, and drank the wine. Planted all those great vineyards. That the Canaanites were white. You know, the Canaanites were white. So no, they were they were they were not white. No, 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 no. They were not. This was this is in well, I no, they were not white. They were not. They were not white at the time. No, they they they. But the curse didn't take. At the time, the mutation. You know, they would have had some some like you were saying earlier. Melanated people created the these people, white people, because they don't have any melon. Yeah. Over a period of time, over a period of time, these people change. Well, that did because a lot of, not to do with that was climatology, you know, topology, all of these things going in that cold, hot, severe climate. When they crossed the Strait of Gibraltar and went in to Europe, into Portugal, and into Spain and different, and they've gone into, uh, you know, Europe, there at Rome and different other places. Uh, these these things did this. But out of all what has happened, it still does not call for people to hate one another and mistreat one another the way we've been treated. It does not call for that. Yeah. No, it doesn't call for it, but you have, you have a lot of people, uh, white people that, promote this, you know what I'm saying, they promote they're, they're the ones that promote, promote hate most black people don't hate anybody you no. can tell that by who all the people that we, we deal with, we deal with all the nations yeah. we deal with different uh, nationalities mm-hmm. but we don't hate anybody, this hate is perpetrated on us and it makes our, our men just like the other day, this white girl was beating on this black dude and then eventually killed him, you yeah. know what I'm saying mm-hmm. yeah, but they uh, they're not doing anything dude, about it, are they? No, but if there had been a black dude beating on a white woman, oh man, this would have been this would have been talked about for two, three weeks. All right. You know what I mean, I, I love my people. You know what I mean? Just like black uh, people love their people. I got people, you. I, I got love you, my brother. people, and I don't want my people being abused. Yeah. And I, if these preachers don't want to talk about this, you know what I mean? I'll get out front and talk about it because it shouldn't be like this. Yeah. It shouldn't be where white people because you know I feel like this, brother Bonnet. Mm-hmm. I serve a powerful God. What black people act like. Uh, their God is, is afraid of white people. My God is more powerful than anybody. And white people or whoever, you know what I'm saying, they need to get off of me, you know what I'm saying? My God can operate 
from the level where he can go within, within people and mess with their minds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I believe that my God is the most powerful God. I don't know about other people, black people, God, but we so, spoke. So you're saying your God, God is sovereign? God is the most powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you say. God is the most powerful because that, that the mm-hmm. God that they're using right now is our God. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm nifty. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. You got God, it right. God heard me talking, Brother Bournet. He heard me talking. He know that the the, the, the white uh, white people right now, this is our God. The Christian God is our God that came from the Hebrews that gave birth to Christianity and Islam. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know, they can't say that this God is our God. This God came from the Hebrews. All right. You're right. You got it right. You know what okay. Saying? Thank you. Thank you. All right, Brother Burnett. Thank you. you. Good call. 972-647-1893. It's almost... uh, Bring up one more. Yeah, we have a Steve on line four. Steve? Yeah. All right, put him on. Good morning, Steve. Hello. Good morning, Reverend Barnett. How are you, sir? I'm doing real good, doing real good. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all are uh, giving some uh, advice on uh, what I have to One caller uh, gave uh, an idea about a book about John, Jesus and John Wayne. Yeah. Well, I got a book, too, and it's uh, very descriptive of uh, black people uh, in legislative positions right after the Civil War. That's correct. Uh, and the name of the book is The Glorious Failure. Mm-hmm. Black Congressman Robert Brown Elliott and the Reconstruction in South mm-hmm. Carolina. Yeah. And we not only worked the fields, but we worked the halls of state houses. Oh, I see. We, we did not. They give us credit and talk about us our work with our backs. That's what I was talking about. Oh, but we worked with our brains because we laid out cities. Mm-hmm. Designed Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Built a Capitol building in America that stands until this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, there, there are many things we did. Just other cities like Chicago. Just mm-hmm. so many things we've done that's not, that's not really printed in history. And this is why whites don't want the Christian, that CRT, they don't want that taught in the school. They don't want to talk about what they've done to us and how great we have been. They want to give them another, say they don't want their children to feel guilty. We want to feel guilty by telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. The truth make you guilty? Well, then you must be guilty, but still get the truth about a situation but, if you want to change. Well, I just want to accentuate uh, the uh, speed with which our people uh, progressed because we were after the Civil War was over in 65 we was in United States Congress in 1870 that's right Mm -hmm. that's right Mm -hmm. all that that you're saying is true all that Uh, it's 8 o'clock and I have got to get off thank you you alright 972-647-1893 is the number to get me you can get me on that number but we gotta take a short break now yo what's up I'ma kick it with mine y'all know here we go 
All right, all right. We're ready to go into our number two of Church Information and Open Forum. And our special guest is the barrister, barrister himself, Mr. Malcolm Robinson. You're going to be hearing from him in just a second. He's on the line waiting right now. We want to invite you to listen to Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning, 9.30, Sunday morning, 9.30, on Facebook. Marion C. Barnett Sr. And uh, we are inviting you to worship with us tomorrow morning, every Sunday morning, 9.30 on Facebook. Marion Marion Barnett Sr. That's me. All righty. Have the barrister come on yet? All right. Good morning, Attorney Malcolm Robinson. Good morning. Well, good morning, Rev. Barnett. How are you doing this I'm morning? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's one of those lazy days. I don't know. <laughs> Slow days. I don't It's one. Just things, you know, one of those days. I usually maybe get one or, one or two of these a year. I don't know. One. Okay. Yeah. But well, I hope you're doing fine. Well, I'm doing fine. I'm doing. I'm blessed. Good. I'm blessed. Good. Yes. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I take it one day at a time. Yes. Uh-huh. At my age, I just decide to take it one day at a time. That's uh, it. Oh, is that all you can take, huh? <laughs> you couldn't take more if you wanted to. <laughs> I could take Once you get to a certain age. I yeah. think for one day at a time. Let's do it like that. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully you make that day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's going on in the world of law? Well, American jurisprudence. Well, you know, Reverend Barnett, I think a couple, uh, a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, you asked you call, uh, you asked me about uh, uh, topics uh, mm-hmm. that you might want to uh, any topics that I might want to discuss or in, regarding the the law. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt that since this is your first drive week. Uh, I I really like people to call in and ask various questions, mm-hmm. but I I thought that I would try to do a a basic review on a key subject matter that we have discussed over the you know we going into what four years or whatever uh, yeah. calling in and talking to people mm-hmm. and go over some things and then and then people can kind of ask questions. Mm-hmm. And I base this based upon not only the discussions that we had over the years, but also contacts that uh, I have made or people have made with me when they call in, and those prospective uh, clients or consultations regarding various issues related to their own personal situation. Mm-hmm. And I try to make sure I don't discuss anyone's personal situation over the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of that is confidential, so mm-hmm. uh, I try to touch upon subjects generically. Right. So, mm-hmm. if that if you would like for me to do that, I want to open it up for people to call and ask questions. By uh, though you're trying to do the place drive as well, so uh, I can do that. Yes. Well, uh, things uh, slow down and change uh, during the place drive. And uh, really, a talk show, I like for people to 
pledge. Definitely, that's how we stay on the air. People like you and others that have really pledged to my show. And, uh, but I also, they, if they have a problem that they really want to get discussed at that time, I, I don't want to put it off a week because uh, sometimes people have financial situations they have to take care of uh, between now and uh, next, uh, uh, next week or next month when you're on again. So uh, if they want to make a pledge, they can call, please. If they don't have, uh, uh, don't just don't want to make a pledge, they can also call. Yeah, that's where I, I like to leave it open like that. And uh, I find out over the years, most times when people do, uh, most of the people still make pledges. Yeah, they make pledges. Oh yeah, they really do. I have, I have uh, a great audience, a great yeah. audience. Yeah, mm-hmm. outstanding. Yes. So, uh, and one of the hottest topics we've always have discussed have been seemingly uh, property left by, you know, uh, heir, you know, heirs. Yes. And uh, I remember when you first discussed this thing and made the statement just because you run down town and pay the taxes on property. That doesn't make it yours. When it That's comes right. to probate, uh, going to, going to uh, trial or whatever, that don't, that's, and anybody still that's in that will still have a, a shot at that property as much as the person that's been paying the taxes and keeping the property in the family. That's correct. And is that a national law? Is that, do, do most of the 50 states go by that? Or is this something germane to Texas or Dallas County? What is that? I say that... Uh most, if not all, 50 states go by the base, some basic tenets of the law. Mm-hmm. And that is that, uh, one, <clears throat> your uh, evidence of ownership of real property is the deed, the deed to the property. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, I would say, in, in most, if not all, 50 states, that's the case. So you have to have a deed, and the deed has to have your name on it to show that you have title or and or legal interest in the property. The mm-hmm. deed must also be recorded in the county where the property is located. Now, I want to say that again. One, you got to have a deed. It has to have your name on it to mm-hmm. show that you have legal title or legal interest in the real property and the deed must be recorded in the county where the property is located. So, see, sometimes people have, and I've had situations where they had deed and they thought they owned property, but the deed was not recorded. Wow. And if the deed is not recorded, then any title interest that you think you have, you can lose it. It must be mm-hmm. recorded. So that's a two-step process. So that's why I always tell people and advise people that you go down to the 
uh, county clerk's office or, in the cert- or deed of records, depending on which county it's in. Mm-hmm. You give them your address or your legal description and have them pull up the deed that's on record regarding that piece of property. And then you get a copy of the deed that's on record, and that should reflect your name. If they pull up a title and a description of your property and someone else's name is on a deed, Mm -hmm. you need to immediately consult with an attorney and, and find out the facts regarding why someone else's name is on a deed or a document that's recorded on your property. That's what, very important. Well, what about if a, a name change, if, say a woman uh, have been left some property, but she's gotten married, her name has changed. Uh, would, how, how, how is that so? Well, if the property was left to her in her maiden name or her prior married name, mm-hmm. if she, if her name, if that name is on the deed, then that's the person who has title and interest in the property. The person hasn't changed. It's just that the name may have changed. Mm-hmm. So she still have, if he can identify, she still have a legal title and interest in the property. So uh, that that ha- that's a, happened before because uh, people get divorced and then they they will uh, because they have a divorce decree. Mm-hmm. Then that just gets them divorced. It doesn't affect the title or interest in the property. They have to have a deed. And and normally what happens is once a person gets divorced. If that divorce decree affects their title, interest, in the property, there's a special warranty deed that is is uh, prepared and filed to show the effect of the divorce. Does she have to go through some uh, legal, or does she need a lawyer to prove that that other name on there is her? Does does she have to have a lawyer to prove that, or what? Well, what, what, what she or he or whoever it is, mm-hmm. they should take the, the, well, first of all, if they have an attorney who represents them in the divorce, mm-hmm. then they should should request that that attorney, as a, as a part of completing their divorce, mm-hmm. would make sure that the divorce decree is complied with. And if the divorce decree uh, awards property all to her or all to uh, the other spouse, then they should make sure that the deed, a deed is recorded to reflect what the divorce decree says. Oh. So, uh, so just because you have a divorce decree doesn't change, affect the uh, title or interest in the property unless it follows up by filing a subsequent legal document that it would be like a special warranty deed right. that, that would change the recorded title on the property to comply with the divorce decree. And that, that's that, very important. That was uh, what I was uh, looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very important because this is a community property state. Right. And that's different from some other states. Mm-hmm. In a community property state, if the 
if the uh, land is acquired during the course of the marriage in this community property, 50-50 basically would be the title to, to the property, regardless of whose name is on the deed. If you can establish that the property was acquired during the course of your marriage with another person, you have a community property interest in that real property. Right. And that community property interest can only be addressed through a divorce decree once they're divorced uh, and or a special type of uh, legal document filed subsequent to the divorce, which changes the future interest in that property from a community property interest to a separate property. Interest. Okay. All right, let's go to our phone line, 972-647-1893. You can join this conversation. Who do we have here? Uh, James uh, is on the line, too. James? Yeah. All righty. Bring, bring James on, all right? Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, Reverend and Barrister. Yeah. I have good morning. In, I, have a, I have two questions. Uh, first, uh, I'd like to hear you go into a little bit more detail about the Disadvantages of leaving a uh, an air property in the name of the uh, of the of the estate, say it like that. Um, what what could be what bad could happen? But yeah, what bad could happen if uh, uh, some heirs decided to just leave the property uh, in the estate status? as opposed to uh, having it probated and, and divided up like that? Well, first of all, I think we want to be clear when we, when we talk to make sure our terminology is accurate. One, in the United States of America, you don't have a birthright to interest in real property. Let me say that again. In the United States of America, you do not have a birth right to interest hmm. in property. As a result of that, just because your parent owns real property doesn't entitle you to that real property. And you do not have, by virtue of you being their son or daughter, that is not air property. You say that again, that is not air property. Property that was owned by your parents or your grandparents does not entitle you to any, any interest in that property by virtue of you being their son or their daughter. All you are, in accordance with the laws of the state of Texas, you are a descendant. i say that again. You are a descendant. There's a code of descent and distribution. And it, in that code, it indicates that a son or daughter or child is a descendant of the parent, not an heir of the parent. They are eligible to become an heir of the parent. They can only become an heir of the parent if the court declares them to be an heir. And that would be done through probate court. Therefore... You own... Uh, 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 attorney Robinson... Yeah. I almost want you to say that again because general thinking with most people that the property automatically go to the children. And you're saying that is not 
that 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 nowhere in America is that law. I understand that, Reverend Barnett. I'm not going to speak for anywhere in America. I'm going to speak for Texas right now. Uh-huh. And, and I'm saying in the state of Texas, you do not have a birthright. In America, you don't have a birthright. That is in England. When he came over here, they came uh-huh. with that. Yeah. So the fact that you are a descendant, a son or a daughter of a parent, you do not have any title or interest in the parent's property. You are just a <sighs> That's codified in the code of descent and distribution in the state of Texas. You are eligible to be an heir, but that property is not heir property. And people have that mistake. And I, I spend a lot of time trying to explain that to people, and, and a lot of them do not want to understand. And they try to refuse and they get themselves in difficulty because of their willful ignorance of the law in that area. So they need to make a will, even the parents that have children, and that's, a will need, still needs to be made to make sure that their children get their property. If the parents want the children to get the property upon their death, they need to make a will or a trust that transfers that property to the child upon their death. That is the only way that that child will have any type of village inheritance right to the property if the parent does the will. But when the parent dies, the will must be probated to transfer the parent's title interest in the property over to the child. And as part of the probate process, when the probate court admits mm. the will, the probate court will declare that the child is not only an heir to the parent, but also a beneficiary under the will. Now, that's very important. Yeah, we're, we're, we're up against a break. But, but, but man, you sure have. You helped me this morning. I didn't know that. <laughs> I really didn't. We're up against a break, and y'all can reach me at 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. All right, we're back on. And uh, you're on with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. All righty. Uh, do we have someone on the line? Uh, yeah. Who is uh, it, James? Uh, yeah, we, we, we had uh, James... Uh, Robert uh, wanted to be on the air. I think he had an issue with his connection, so he can uh, call. He can uh, call back. And yeah. uh, we have Norman on uh, line four. All right. Uh, who's on line two? On line two, it's uh, James. We have James here. He's still there. Yes. I uh, bring James on, then bring the other one on. Okay. Mm-hmm. James, you're there. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Will, for uh, for not cutting me off. Uh, I, uh, I had a second question. I wanted to ask the attorney to uh, uh, go away from his field of specialty, you know, estates and uh, land and that kind of stuff. I wanted to ask him about the Tatiana Jefferson case. Uh, you know, if the, like the, the judge that was over it was uh, uh, taken off of it, and you know they're doing all kind of stuff to uh, uh, just drag it out. Uh, what is the process in 
Tarrant County for a, a judge to be put on the case, because I don't think there's a judge on the case right now. And uh, what can the general public do to speed this up? And now I'll go ahead and hang up and get you out. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, let me just say this. The Tarrant County situation is, appears to be a disgrace in terms of the administration of justice, or lack thereof. Now, for some reason, unknown, I don't know why that case is being conducted the way it is. I don't have any access to what's going on in that case. Who's representing who? Uh, I know the district attorney is one supposed to be prosecuting the case. The defense uh, had the judge recused, and so now they have to appoint another judge. The chief judge uh, in Tarrant County is going to, I guess, appoint another judge to be over the case. Now, once another judge is appointed, then the case picks up wherever it is. The pressure should be placed upon the district attorney's office because the district attorney is the is the one who is responsible for prosecuting the defendant regarding death of Ms. Jefferson. Other than that, you know, I think the public in Tarrant County needs to put pressure on the district attorney's office and also on the uh, judicial court system in Terry County. And uh, that's all I can say about that. I just think it appears to be a disgrace from someone on the outside. Yes, yes. Mm. And, and I, I do not understand. It, 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 it's as bad and comparable to that Louisville, Kentucky case, you know, mm-hmm. where they just, I mean... The, the, the system is not protecting the public. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. That's what's going on down there in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going on, appear to be going on in Tarrant County. And I don't understand that. So the people who are going to the polls to elect the district attorneys and these judges need to contact them and put pressure on them to move this case along and get it resolved. Well, you think they should? Uh, I, I've advised maybe they should file with the Department of Justice in this situation. We have to bring the feds in. Well, they, I mean, they can they can file for uh, civil rights violation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, that 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 can be done, but somebody has to. You know, I don't understand. And I think part of it may have to do, and I'm speculating because I have no doubt, mm-hmm. but when that case first occurred, there was a little split in the family mm-hmm. between uh, the mother and the father, both of whom are now deceased. Right. And one side, I guess, wanted to uh, retain certain people to try to pursue the, the case, and the other side wanted to retain someone else and as a result the fly ball dropped nobody caught the ball and, I, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, other than that that's I'm totally on the outside I have no knowledge but you know you didn't get a a Ben Crump or Red Sharpton or anybody like that involved in that in that situation because the family 
didn't want them involved. That's what I was my understanding. Mm-hmm. And once that decision was made, then everything just kind of went separate ways, and then both the mother and the father died. So yeah. I don't know who, who's in charge. I don't know if they have an estate, if they in uh, what, but uh, nothing's going on. That's the only thing that it appears to be. Yeah, thank you. All righty. Uh, 972-647-1893. Who do you have next, uh, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Norman. Norman? Yeah, Norman on uh, line four. Alrighty. Good morning, Norman. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, uh-huh, sure thing. Go uh, ahead. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, I bought a house on a note from a lady. Uh, and I was late maybe three or four payments and then I made all the payments made them up and I uh, I paid extra the last uh, five years on the property and she's trying to say that uh, when I was late that it, it turned into a lease and not a, a mortgage and now that I paid the property completely off, she doesn't want to sign release for uh, So, how, how does that work? Is well, let me make sure I understand. Yeah. Let me make sure I understand. Uh, there's a there was a lady who apparently owned a piece of property, and she sold or sign a document or something with you for you to purchase the property directly from her. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Contract would be. Con- oh, con- okay, well, that's the first problem. Contract, did you have that reviewed by an attorney? Oh, yes, sir. An attorney oh. wrote it up. <clears throat> okay. At a title company. Okay, well, the attorney that wrote it up is the attorney that you should really be talking to regarding the language in the contract of, uh, for deed. Because really what you have is a contract. And it may, and if, if you are paid and comply with the contract, uh, and she has not complied with her promise under the contract, that's where you have a problem in terms of a breach of contract. But my recommendation is do not under any circumstances enter into a contract for deed. It's, it's, it's a problem. So in your situation since you had an attorney then you need to go back to that attorney with the contract for deed and consult with them and get them to explain to you uh, or advise you as to how you should pursue your rights under that contract. Okay. okay. So if you're not supposed to get a contract for deed and uh, uh, you may want to purchase a property on a note from an individual, what type of document should you use? If you if you want to purchase a piece of property from any from anyone, then what you do is you go through the basic uh, sales process that is used to purchase and sell property 
And what you do is, one, uh, you can get a real estate agent if you so desire. Uh, you can talk to an attorney. You can get a contract of sale. And the contract of sale, which is different from a contract for deed, a contract of sale is a contract to actually purchase a piece of property or sell a piece of property. And that contract of sale is signed between the seller and the buyer, and the buyer uh, pays some earnest money. That contract for sale and the earnest money, you take it to a title company, and you deposit it with a title company. A title company is a company that sells title insurance in connection with the purchase and sale of real estate, but they also can act as escrow agents regarding the purchase and sale of real property. And if your contract for sale has outlined all the things that must occur prior to an actual closing on the property, then, then that's what must be complied with by the closing date, which is agreed to by the buyer and the seller. At the closing date, then the buyer uh, has the money to, <coughs> to purchase the property, and the seller will then transfer to the buyer a deed, transfer an ownership, or, and conveying the property over to the buyer. That's the way it should be done. If you do anything outside of the normal process of buying and selling real estate, you run the risk of, of poor profit. But you should always consult with an attorney who will guide you through that process to make sure that you follow the normal process. So you can have the greatest amount of protection as either the seller or the buyer in connection with the transaction. That's very important. Okay, when you say the title company can act as an escrow, do you mean they'll distribute the funds and keep all the records and all that? What do you mean by that? Well, well, the title company, like I said, they, they basically is a title insurance company. They sell title insurance in connection with the transaction <laughs> to protect both the buyer and the seller as part of the transaction. But they can also, uh, and a lot of them do, act as escrow agents. So they take the contract of sale and they take their earnest money and they put it on deposit. And they make sure that each side complies with the terms and provisions of the contract for sale within the timely provisions as outlined in the contract. And they will also provide a commitment for title insurance, which outlines and shows any uh, uh, clouds on the title that so you know when you are purchasing a property, whether you are purchasing a, a marketable title, which is what you want to do, or you purchasing title with a you know bunch of clouds on it, liens and all the other stuff. So you need to know all that. And they help guide you through that process. And that's the process that, that I recommend to all people that they follow. If you get outside of that, you 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 in dangerous water. And it's full of alligators and crocodiles and you have to be very careful. And we have a lot of people that are going around uh, and they they trying to do it, I guess, on their own. And they enter into these agreements with these so-called investors in property. And then they find out that 
the uh, rather than them going through a title company, the, the, the deal doesn't go through, and people call and say something about a memorandum or something and put on the title to their property. And then they, they, but then when I try to follow up and figure out well, what's going on, they disappear. So I don't know what's, what something's going on out there where you have investors, and I think they may be a little, little, little shaky or something. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We thank you for your call. The closure line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, uh, Steve on uh, line three. Steve. Yes. Alrighty. Good morning, Steve. Hey. Good morning. Um, mm-hmm. This qu- this question is about. Uh, I know the man stated that he knows the Texas laws. And, you know, I looked a little bit into it. And, you know, since it's a commonwealth, Puerto Rico, uh, you have parents that have land and they want their son to uh, pretty much take over the land or, you know, live in that house. But you have relatives that are living in that land and in Puerto Rico, they have some kind of protection where you can't, or some by some way, you can't just throw people off uh, living on the land or occupying a house that's that's not theirs. Uh, so, does that does that fall under the deed? Like once you you get the name transfer of the deed to that son. From the parents, does that allow them with more rights to take uh, control of that land? Okay, first, first of all, first of all, if you're talking about property that is outside of the state of Texas, yeah. that property is governed by the laws of whatever state or jurisdiction that the property is located. So when you, if you come to me and you want to consult about your rights or obligations regarding property outside the state of Texas, there's certain things that I can be able to convey to you, certain things that I would have to research, but I may have to refer you to an attorney who is licensed in a jurisdiction where the property is located. That's outside the state of Texas, including outside the United States. Because we have people call us about property that they own in, or they feel they own or have title interest in in Louisiana. Louisiana's laws yeah. are a whole lot different than Texas laws and some of the other laws yeah. in the United States. So, you know, when you get in, so uh, we a lot of times we have to refer them to Louisiana lawyers and, and to get their rights protected in that jurisdiction. So I can't speak to the territory of, uh, of Puerto Rico uh, yeah in terms of what your rights would be regarding property in Puerto Rico. I would have to, I would have to refer you to someone. Well, kind of like you were saying, you were stating about the county of finding out exactly what the county of who owns it and the deeds and what's owed and what are the, you know, the, I guess, the laws of, uh, I guess, the people who want to, you know, transfer the, you know, like you said about the title thing about, you know, kind of like a car, you make sure everybody's on the same page of, uh, you know, the ownership and the title, uh, the name is getting transferred and stuff like that. 
Okay. Uh, so I, I, I tell people they need to consult with an attorney who is licensed in the jurisdiction where the property is located. And in, in the United States, that's within the state. Within the state, the county, the, 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 the land is recorded in the county where the land is located. And so, and as a regards to that, if it's within the state of Texas, we can find out about it by going through the, the deed of records or the county records in the county where the land is located as to whose name is on the deed. But it's governed by the laws of the state of Texas, if it's in Texas. Okay, I, I, I tell you what, uh, just hold on there. We're up against a short break. And you can reach me at 972-647-1893, and we'll be right back. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. All right, we are back on with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. Attorney Robinson, would you give your number out, please, and how people can contact you? Is he on? Attorney Robinson on? Thank you for my... Oh, thank you. Starbucks. Oh. Well, my my, uh, phone number is... uh, 214-941-0717, extension 303, 214-941-0717, extension 303. And let me just say this. When you call, you leave a message in my voicemail, you make sure you leave a clear, distinct message so I can understand what you're saying and leave a return number for me to call and if you uh, have a good, a better time to try and reach you, do that. But you also make sure that that number uh, has a, a voicemail so when I call, I can leave a message to let you know that I returned the call. Second point that I want to make. Do not Try to call me on any number other than 214-941-0717, extension 303. 214-941-0717, extension 303. It appears that some people are trying to call a number other than that based upon their call ID where they think I'm calling from. Don't do that. Call the number that I tell you. I always say that you leave a message at that 214-941-0717. Do not leave a message on any other number other than that number at my office. Very important. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. You can call us now, 972-647-1893. Who do we have up here? Uh, we have uh, Caroline on uh, line three. All right, Caroline. All right. Put her on. Good right. morning. Good morning. Good morning. 
Uh-huh. Go right ahead. Good morning. This is Man Pro Tim this morning. Carolyn Arnold, District 4. But I'm calling to thank uh, the barrister for his ongoing uh, conversations around this topic of the will and property. I cannot express enough the importance of us getting an understanding on uh, the, the airships and dependencies and all of that. We're still having a challenge in 10th Street trying to untangle airships, descendants, probate of the of the wheel and what's happening now we're trying to give out grants to support the re- rebuilding and renovation and now as we get some of the uh descendants and heirs <laughs> who want to give the money then you have people coming out of the woodwork talking about that's my property and y'all not gonna do this without me and it's it's it's, it's interfering with the progress that we're trying to see in the in the in the history so we're going to continue to work with those constituents there but we have a timeline by september when folks who want to get renovations can do so but you know we've been talking about this for a number of years we put in legal infrastructure to help them we staff has have is available but for some reason when folks see money coming into a property that they especially haven't haven't even thought about they go absolutely wild, a barrister, and it is not only is it frustrating, it's concerning because we're trying to help protect from gentrification and loss of property. So thank you for what you continue to do, but it is a real serious disease that we have in our uh, society today when it comes to understanding property, property rights. So thank you, Reverend Barnett, for having this conversation and the barrister who continues to serve us. All right, thank you. He does a great job. Right. All right, thank you. Thank you for serving. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. That clears the line 972-647-1893. Who do we have here? We have uh, Gerald on uh, line two. Gerald? Yeah. All righty. Good morning. Good morning, Gerald. Yes, go right ahead. Turner Malcolm. Brother Burnett, I'm gonna be making a five hundred dollar pledge Monday. They gotta get get with my get with me and get my bank account. I'm doing two fifty for your show and divide the rest amongst the others. Oh, uh, all right. Mm-hmm. We, we thank you. Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Malcolm, we had this situation. I'm gonna make it quick, try to talk fast. Um we didn't come up with supposedly the thirty one errors that is entitled uh, to, to property here in East Texas where I'm at. And uh, I'm told they want to burn a house down that's on the property that is separated from the other eight acres, okay? And all is 50 acres, but that one acre, well, I guess it's the homestead. I'm down here to be here Monday when the courthouse open up to find out, get clarity. But, um... Uh, I want to have a land survey and get my own share, my mother's share out of that. that uh, uh, to anyone that is a, a direct heir, the 31 heirs, can they have a land uh, survey and divide it up? Well, if you have a piece of property that is jointly owned, in other words, Persons have undivided interest. 
and they all their names on the deed. Yes. And then the property moves as undivided interest. If you decide that you want your interest or anyone wants their interest divided out, they have to go to the court to file to have the land partitioned. Well, what happens is then the court would have a hearing and make a determination whether the land can or should be partitioned and who it should be partitioned to. Now, that partition doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to survey the land and divide it up in the segment. What it may mean is all they're going to do is sell the land and divide the proceeds <clears throat> up among the among the persons whose name is on the deed. So you got to make sure you understand. And when you're dealing with large groups like that, it creates more of a problem. And mm-hmm. when family members, it's even more of a problem. So... Mm-hmm. You uh, you may not get the land if you're successful in getting a partition. You may only end up getting the land sold and the proceeds divided up among mm-hmm. those who are eligible to receive. Yes, That's because we, we've been told one thing, you know, that, hey, uh, we'll get the land surveyed once we get that old house torn down, you know. The house don't mean nothing just because it's falling down to me. I want to go and get it surveyed and you get it, get it divided amongst the 31 errors. And, but, you know, we having these, these, uh, um, the ones that contest, contesting it, get the land, get the house burnt down, the land, mo- uh, uh, bulldozer down, and, and I mean, not bulldozer, bush hog, and, uh, 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 and then we'll survey it. Where it costs, I was told it costs, $5,000 just tear that old house down by only $2,500 to get it surveyed. <laughs> you know, it don't sound right to me. But, well, um, whose, name, whose name is on the deed to this property you're talking about? It's the 31 heirs, including okay. myself. Okay, so all all their names is on the deed? I don't know for sure. I'm down here not um, uh, to check Monday to be for sure. Well, that's what you need to start out with. You get, you get a current copy of the deed to the property and see whose name is on it. And then okay. whose name is on the deed, that, that's who you have to work with. It doesn't necessarily okay. mean that there are going to be 31 people on there. There may be 31 who think that they are heirs, but they may not uh, be heirs because they haven't been declared by any court of competent jurisdiction to be an heir to whoever name is on the property. Okay. Well, let me let me make one ask one quick question. Out of the eleven kids that my grandmother and grandfather have, this, um, uh, for instance, um, my mom is on the deed. My understanding. So we're. I'm interested in my mom if she's on the deed. I'm interested in her property and her property only, where we can get in divided amongst uh, her ten kids that she has. One of my dad. So can that? Uh, can I contest far as my mother? Well, first of all, like I say, you got to get a current copy of the deed that's on file down there in that county where the property is located. And if your mother's name is on the deed as one of the owners, a uh, person that mm-hmm. has held interest in the property, is your mother deceased? Yes, she is. Okay, was there any uh, will filed or any uh, probate of her estate? 
I don't know. They won't give us clarity on that, and that's why I'm here to try to do what I can because, you know, keep giving us the run around. We'll get rich and all of that. Okay, let me, let me make sure that you understand. If your mother's name is actually on the deed and she died and her estate was not probated and no will was filed to probate her estate, then you are not an heir of your okay. mother. And you have no title and interest in that property. So okay. that means that her estate is going to have to be probated to transfer her legal interest in that property if her name's on the deed and to d declare who her heirs are. And the court has okay. to declare you to be an heir. Until that time, you do not have any title or interest in that property. Okay. I understand that exactly, and that's why I'm here in these Texas to get that done. Okay. Mm -hmm. so you Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate the, the volunteer that... Uh, 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 counseling that you give us, so you, I want you to know that I praise God for you and your okay. brother Bernard. Yes, thank you all much. Thank, Have a great day. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All righty, uh, Attorney Robinson, I tell you what, we. We have, you have given so much information today. Wow. As I said, we, we're going to end it right here. We're going to end it right here. Give out your number one more time. At 214-941-0717, extension 303. 214-941-0717. Extension 303. That is the only number that you call me on. Don't call any other number. And you leave a voicemail message clear, and uh, then I will call you back. All righty. He didn't get cut off, did he? Yeah, yes. Attorney Robinson, you there? Yes, I'm here. She's still okay. there, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, thought, thought you had to got popped off. But anyway, we we thank you for a great job as always that you do, Attorney Malcolm Robinson, and uh, we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna run, and may the Lord bless you and keep you. Hope to see y'all tomorrow morning on Facebook, Marion Barnett Senior, Heavenly Joy Church tomorrow morning nine thirty. Be with us, worship with us tomorrow, and thank you. Let me say goodbye. Bye bye. Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick it with mine, y'all know. Yo, Slim, can I kick it like Here we go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are.